Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to the Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. Let's go. Baseball isn't boring. Spring training. We're here. We're at boots on the ground. Spring training. And we have questions to ask and answers to get. Uh, one of the questions that I had looking at the landscape of the great game of baseball is why aren't these free agents signed? And more importantly, these free agents who aren't signed, are they actually doing themselves a service or a disservice by not signing? Obviously, you have some big, big names still out there in the free agent world and teams, a lot of teams, a lot of fan bases holding out hope. Well, maybe, maybe we're going to get better. We're going to get even better. This is going to look totally like a different team because we're going to get Blake Snell, get Jordan Montgomery. We're going to get all these guys, Matt Chapman, J.D. Martinez, you name them. But a lot of these guys are out there. And this happened before, but maybe not to this extent. So I had the question of some of the guys, most notably Trevor Story and Lucas Giolito, who actually have great perspectives in their own way. Is this actually a good thing or a bad thing? And what are the challenges when it comes to not signing and getting a full spring training and having a normal, normal ramp-up time to a baseball season? All right, well, I'm going to start with Trevor Story because Trevor actually leans into something that I am a proponent of a deadline for signing. We saw it in the lockout year. And remember, Trevor Story, he was dropped onto his new team, the Boston Red Sox, uh, a couple of years ago, about March 20th. But not, it wasn't his fault. I mean, it was the lockout. We all know what happened with the lockout. December 1st, everything stopped, started back up in March. And then it was a scramble, and Trevor Story was part of that scramble. But he has a good perspective of how challenging it is to be dropped into a team in spring training after signing and not having a full spring training, and and what that means. And once again, this is a guy, if you're going to listen, he says, just like the NBA, this go. This the, the best thing for baseball? Probably a deadline. All right. After Trevor Story is going to be Lucas Giolito, Lucas Giolito, who obviously signed in December. So he, I just asked him, I said, can you imagine not signing in December? Can you imagine still sitting there as a starting pitcher? All right, we're going to get to Lucas Giolito. But first, 
Here you go, Trevor's story. It's hard any time to get a late start with any team. You had to do it. It wasn't your fault because of the lockout. But we're looking at free agency now, and we're seeing a lot of players still out there. The challenges that come with it, you know you have perspective of this. What's that like, and what would you say about that? Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's really hard, man. Um, I think... You know, normal spring training is often overlooked. And uh, just the time on the field, the time uh, in the box, the live ABs, getting up to speed, you know, getting up to big league speed is, uh, yeah, you got to respect that time. And when it doesn't, you know, you're not allowed that time, it's uh, it can rear its head. But, um, yeah, it's tough, man. I wish it wasn't that way with free agency. Um, you know, in recent years, it's it's not good. You know, that, that type of timetable is not good for the players or anybody. And, and we all know that free agency is good for players. Right. Um, obviously financially, but, um, yeah, it's tough. I wish uh, there's a little different, um, I guess, timetable on it. Well, okay, so it's almost like you players, you can convince yourself like that yeah. you can get through this right like you had to do that like you, you had to, to yeah. yeah but the reality is as the reality is the reality and which yep. is i guess what you're kind of saying is that there's yeah. there's a reason for spring training right? yeah exactly it's you know you deal with the cards that you're dealt and uh <laughs> like you said you know you have to mentally you have to sometimes you have to convince yourself or you know um just go to a certain place in your mind to feel like you're ready, whether that's the case or not. You know, um, sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. But um, what I've seen is that you know you, you need the time to uh, settle in, and you need the time to get up to game speed. That, you know, that's why we have it. <laughs> Do you think that you know, this is the balance of getting the, the best deal, right? Trusting your agent, and also. <laughs> being good yeah you know i yeah. mean this is it's it's a tough one right it is it is because it's uh you know time timetables are kind of a leverage point when it comes to negotiations right so sometimes you know the you know the players get put up against the wall when it comes to this mm. you know to, to free agency um I'm not saying that's the case all the time um you know both parties are involved there but um yeah i wish there was a different way to you know kind of get that you know to where spring everyone's gonna have a spring no matter what whether that's a timetable well that's fine before yeah so that's the question i have and it's for me i'm like okay like that year the deadline to get excitement it was it's a forced deadline right yeah that was was, we don't we don't want to lock out ever again but but there is this off season has opened the door about that conversation again. Because, and it's not only for the players, it's not only for the organizations, it's yeah. for the fans too. And everybody has an opinion about this. There's no right or wrong. Yeah. It's opinion. What's your opinion on it? Yeah, that's definitely my opinion. Um, I wish it was like NBA, man, where you so you wanted it, it unlocked. Yeah, you know, yeah. free agency's open, and then you know. A lot of the players are signed within a week, you know, yeah. <laughs> or even a couple days. So, how would you do it? Like, how would? I mean, uh, I, yeah, I, I obviously had a crazy experience with it, you know, with the in the lockout. You know, it's a anomaly type year and uh, situation, but um, yeah, it's uh, free agency. You know, you you always speak about it, you know, and I can't wait to get free agency. You know, I can't wait to mm. you know do that. But, 
I don't know. It seems like that might be a little different now with how the, um, you know, just the overall look at the timetable of it. It's like, it's a stressful thing, not knowing where you're going to play. It's stressful for two months. Forget about four months or five months. Especially when you see guys, you know, I remember I was watching games. Like, I was watching games at home in Texas, and it was like mid, late February, and I was like, what am I supposed to do? You know, how how are you going to get going? And you just feel so behind, and it's it's overwhelming getting in late like that. So, um, obviously, you know where I stand on that. Yeah. So, but but it's still an obstacle because of, you know I, I get everyone has their motivations and players' association and teams and everything else. But I think you and I are in the same wavelength. And we look at the NBA. We look at the NFL too. Like let's be honest. Like, yeah. This is this is. The season's great, but this is like a season in itself. Yeah, like that. This and and, and baseball has lost that season. Mm-hmm. Baseball has lost yeah. that. I agree. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's fun when there's, you know, like the NBA. It opens up and then boom, 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 boom. Oh, it's the best. It's an it's an off season, or you know something's coming. You know? Yeah, and that, I feel like you're right. We do miss that in baseball where. You know, it could be a month and no one is signed, and then it could be two months and then only you know a couple people signed. But um, it's just a little different, I guess. Yeah. Now, well, the last thing is, could you looking back, could you even imagine even waiting another week? And I don't know that you had, but could you? Because I don't know, maybe if if if, if different guidance or different agent or whatever they say, no, 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 we'll get it, we'll get it yeah. done in April. Could could you have looking back imagined even going another week? Because what do you sign like around March? 17 something like that i don't know yeah yeah it was so but, late but, was... but you but could you even imagine another week no nah. no nah. <laughs> i mean i don't remember exactly when i signed but it was uh yeah it was right <laughs> it was not okay no 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 yeah well i appreciate it all right great stuff from trevor we actually gonna probably have trevor on the podcast a little bit later in the week talking about leadership uh which is another interesting interesting thing anyway Lucas Giolito, Lucas Giolito became a free agent. He lived that life for the first time. It's always a lot of anxiety. And he ends up signing with the Red Sox a two-year deal. And he does it in right around the end of December. So think about that. The end of December. There's almost now two months have gone by since he signed. And these other guys haven't signed. No dam had been broken. Like we said, oh, well, you know, when Gilito signs, when Yamamoto signs, no Tani signs. No, no dam has been broken. So anyway, I talk, I sat down with Lucas to talk about his offseason, about living life as a free agent. Within that, about living life or how you might live, have to live life if you don't sign and if you could ever imagine such a thing of dropping to a new team, getting ready as a starting pitcher. All right, here you go. Hope everyone's having a great day. Subscribe, rate, review, red hot. Baseball isn't boring. We're not stopping. Here you go, Lucas Giolito. So, listen, I mean, you said you feel good? Yeah. It's it's good. It's probably like it's been a long journey. You go back a year ago about mm-hmm. how you felt. And, and I saw you, man, like in the first half. I saw your perfect game in New York. For six innings. Oh yeah, it was perfect for a little bit. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. Well, you, your part of it was perfect. So. <laughs> so. Yeah. Or it was it? No, I think I had a couple walks in. There. Oh, you did. It was like it was like no hit through six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> too many pitches though. Yeah. Too many deep counts. It was good, man. It was yeah. good. But anyway, 
he was so good like obviously throughout that run the first question i have is sort of how do you feel now compared to a year ago because again you were really really good so how do you feel now is there anything different yeah actually a lot is uh i right at this time like mid-february i came into camp uh last season i came into camp i was a little wonkier uh mechanically uh, we actually had to tighten a few things up i've been doing a lot of stuff uh in in that off season that was kind of like new and experimental for me mm. and some things were good uh and and i felt like you know i was kind of locked in on a few things but a few things were a little off so spring training was really trying to like hone things in we were able to do that i had a good i had a pretty good first half yeah um but yeah i mean they really trailed off the last like couple months of the year yeah so Going through this off season, it's always weird. You know, free agency is always weird, and, and you're human because you want to know where you're going to be. Take me through, like, when the season ends, mm-hmm. what your mindset's like. Not only in terms of I'm going to find a team, but in terms of how you're going to approach where you are right now. Yeah, this past off season was a little different. Um, it was a bit of a relief that it was over because the last couple months were a bit of a nightmare for me. So I got away from baseball like completely for a little bit, um, just to kind of reset my mind. Mm. Um, whereas like off seasons pass, like it's like the season's over. I'm like, I got to go to work. I got to do this, this, and this. Um, I was like, yo, let me chill out for a minute. Yeah. Um, you know, had a nice vacation and you know, once, once it was time to work, it was like, all right, like let's focus on just a few specific things, get back to basics, hone that out. Um, I felt like I accomplished that. And then the other side of it was going to free agency for the first time. Um, usually that's a very exciting thing. Um, not very many players are, you know, their career, careers aren't long enough to make it to free agency. Uh, so I was very fortunate to be in that position. But on the other side of it, it wasn't very exciting for me because I went into free agency coming off of a very down year. So it was like, oh man, like what's going to happen? You know, what teams are going to be interested in me? You know, a bunch of question marks. Um, luckily, my representation, uh, Ryan Hamill, CAA Sports, like, you know, did a wonderful job. Evan Green as well uh, on that team. And um, yeah, we were able to communicate with a number of teams, but I was really impressed with the Red Sox. Um, my initial meeting with them was fantastic, uh, and they immediately kind of like shot up to the top for me as far as like a landing spot, yeah. and we were able to get a good deal done, there's so a, it was good. There's a lot of things I want to pick through, including where you went to a vacation. Oh yeah, this island in the Eastern Caribbean called Dominica. Um it's like a small island. Was this referenced by someone or was this just like a good Google search? It was like Google searching and um, I knew that my girlfriend and I, we wanted to go somewhere tropical. Um, so we were kind of looking around the Caribbean and um, yeah, we kind of landed on this this island. Um, ended up being beautiful. We were there for like 10 days. It was, uh, That's pretty good. Super so. nice. Yeah. It, some people, if they've seen, um, the second Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, yeah. Movie, yeah. Yeah. They filmed it there. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. That's, so 
and that's early enough where you don't have to stress out about like so when the season ends i mean i don't know i've never been a free agent Mm -hmm. um at least in baseball so the season ends your representation says hey you know what we're good this we're going to set you up this is don't worry about it this is how this is going to work exactly and then you go on the vacation yeah right okay okay (laughs) yeah it was like i went into free agency and i'm talking with them like man uh you know look at my numbers this is terrible like what's gonna happen and we're like you know am i gonna have to do an nri am i have to do this like they're like no like look at your track record you know they kind of reassured me like you're gonna be fine you know let's let's get something done um get back to you and go from there was that human nature as you're going through those last couple months too i mean everyone handles contract years differently right yeah i tried i try to not think about like contracts and all that kind of like personal stuff when you're playing because I've always been a guy where it's like I'm for the team mm. like when I take the ball I'm pitching for this team uh, and and all the guys that I'm taking the field with you know we're going to battle each day mm. so it's like you know I want to go out there and do my job you know we we have a bunch of relievers that are at that you know late in the season are banged up oh, it's yeah. like you know I got to give them innings uh, I got to try and go deep, and you're so. traded. For, and you're traded for too, which mm-hmm. is you know this is a responsibility of they they've allocated. You know that's human nature too. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'd say yeah. I might have put a little bit too much pressure on myself after being traded. You know, I say oh I got to come in and be that guy yeah. and do this that and that. So you know if it were to happen again, I'd you know given that I have that experience now, I think I'd have a little bit of a different outlook mm-hmm. um, and go into it um, with a little bit more of a clear head, but. At the same time, I hope that doesn't have to happen. Uh, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, we come together here as a squad and we win a lot of games and, you know, we, as far as like trade deadline is concerned, we'll be, you know, seeking out help rather than, you know, yes. sending guys it's off. Always, it's always the, the preference. The, yeah. So you come back from vacation. Is it, is there, is that when sort of you start, okay, what's going on? And I don't know, like when, for instance, teams start calling, the Red Stars start calling. Like before you went on vacation, I'm, no, I'm basically everything around your trip to vacation because it sounded so awesome. Yeah, so, no, so. it was. Um, it's like right around that winter meetings time. Winter meeting, okay. Yeah, that's, that's when you. That's when things start to heat up a little bit. This free agency has been weird though. You still see a bunch well, of guys still on the board. That's what so. I want to ask you about, yeah. honestly, because this is a bigger picture question. Is that as a free agent pitcher, like as a starter, is that how important it is to get into camp? to have progression mm-hmm. i mean could you imagine everyone's different i get that but can you imagine of still waiting right now yeah that would be uncomfortable yeah. for sure um i'm really glad to be here like since you know, i was here before report date right so yeah. you know get in here and you know connect with the guys i already know start to build relationships with guys i'm just meeting for the first time especially catchers all the guys over there um so yeah, I value that. You know, I'm glad that I was able to, you know, sign and, you know, get acclimated early rather than, you know, what's happening with a few few other guys by, here. By the way, when you signed, I also was on vacation. I was in a, I was in a zip line over Honduras. Nice. So uh, I couldn't tweet, but uh, yes. But it's it, when you finally lock into the Red Sox and you finally, is it just a sense of, oh, my goodness. Oh, good. Like, it worked out because, like, all the anxiety about the last couple of months and everything else. Or is it, oh, hey, you know what? Now the anxiety is I got to go prove myself or I don't know. 
again, I've never been a free agent. Yeah, I mean, I think that everyone deals with a level of anxiety. It's just how you deal with it, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, it shifted. I guess it, it, I'd say it shifted from what you, the first thing you said to the second. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, you know, I signed. It's like, all right, great. You know, I, I know I have a home, and I know that, you know, financially, I'm, I'm set. Like, I don't have to worry about things like that, which is, you know, a blessing. Um, but at the same time, you know, I don't play baseball to make money. I play baseball to win. Mm-hmm. That's what that's. A, at the core what I care about I want to win I want to do my job and help secure wins every single time I take the ball so you know there's obviously pressure with that but you know we all have our ways of of coping with it and and, uh, overcoming it by the way you're an outlier like you're a guy like do we talk about innings I just said, hey, you're a no-hitter, but you had a no-hitter. Like, there's six innings. The fact that you pitched six innings, like, this is one of the things I would imagine you take great pride in, that you're being classified as one of these guys, one of these sort of guys that, honestly, they're, they're not a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's a thing for you, that this has always been a thing. Yeah. Because baseball isn't going that way. It's going the other way. Yeah. Did we talk about yesterday or when we spoke, um, did we talk about... I might have talked to other guys about it, but like veterans, um, mm-hmm. veteran presence, learning from veterans. No. Okay, so that, yeah, so I learned that trait from James Shields. Uh, okay. He was uh, the veteran presence of the starting pitching staff of the White Sox when I first came up with the Sox in 17 and 18. He took me under his wing, and he's an innings guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he stress the importance of throwing as many innings as possible um, you know that is how you help the team as a starting pitcher that's how you get paid as a starting pitcher um, you know if you are reliable you're durable um, and you, you know you look at the back of your baseball card at the end of the year and you have 200 plus innings you're probably doing a lot of things oh, right? yeah. so that's always been my goal. Every single season, I want to throw 200 plus innings. I haven't achieved it yet. Mm. Last year was the closest I got, but you know, this year still the goal. Mm. Um, I want to go out there and give as many innings for this club as I can. Mm. Last question is: Did you read the book? Um, the Joe Kelly Joe's, book. Yeah, yeah. Um, he gave me a copy of it, so you skimmed it. Yeah, I skimmed through it. Um, <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. I there was a lot of the chapter I don't know chapter multiple chapters yeah. talking about his upbringing and his family. Oh yeah, it was really fascinating. Oh, with his dad. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. This is I appreciate you taking the time and doing this interview in exchange. Not only am I going to give you a T-shirt, mm-hmm. but I'm going to give you the audio book. Yeah, perfect. Are you an audiobook guy? Sometimes. I, I like I like holding you it like and reading, reading it. Yeah, yeah, but time is an element, you know? Yeah. I don't know, whatever you want. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, I just want to make it available for you. So I, yeah, no, he gave it to me, and I started reading it from the beginning, and then it was during the year, and I don't know, it's, I probably got well, distracted I, with something I, I had told him, I said the idea that I had was getting a circle of you guys, like, uh, I forget who was Kopech or whoever have a book club like like let's go yeah <laughs> like, so but anyway I appreciate your time thanks yeah of course of course.